Welcome to the Man Cave Podcast. I'm Dan Casper. I'm a sports radio host with a huge passion for sports and everything related to sports. So what is the Man Cave Podcast? The Man Cave is a place where we can go to get away, hang out with friends, talk about our passions, watch the game or a movie, banter and solve some problems. It's also a place to hang up all of your cool stuff. So I wanted to create a podcast that embraced the Man Cave lifestyle. I've got a bunch of friends, colleagues, and guests who will join me in the Man Cave. We'll also have a bunch of different, fun, and entertaining segments for you as well. Each episode of the Man Cave podcast will be different and fun. But enough with the intro. Let's get this episode started. All right, boys, we got another episode, or I should say another segment of the uh, Tools on Stools, part of our podcast. D. Dabber. Poliak. What, what are you pointing at right there? What what are you everybody on the screen? Oh okay. I'm pointing at Derek. I'm pointing well, at Poliak. My... On my screen, you guys are in the Brady Bunch mode. All right. Well, you're when you said Poliak, you're pointing at D, and then you're pointing to nobody on the other side. So I was getting confused. Like Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know where you were pointing at there. Hawks. Boss. Hey, what 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 am I pointing at now, Dan? I don't want to know what you're pointing at right now. <laughs> And let's be honest, he's not using his hand while he's playing. <laughs> I believe that's what we call a Clements. <laughs> oh boy, what do you? All right, so we got a. Okay, we want to start off the pod. I think was it a special request? What are you guys drinking? What are you guys drinking? What's on tap tonight? What's on tap? What's on tap? I like that. What's on tap? What's on tap uh, in the D nine household? I had to uh, mix myself up with it scrumptious little bloody mary with little zing zang pretty damn tasty in fact i'll probably have to have another one mid mid pod so you know i i've got a uh, sweet south shore nut brown dan look at me look at me i'm not sure why that's funny i don't so, know either. i really don't <laughs> right here. Yeah. i maybe it's because poliac's got like fingernail clippers or something like that too while he's yeah yeah i was playing with yep i'm done with hey. it now <laughs> hey johnny gherkin what do you got what do you got in the glass oh it's not in the glass it's in the can it's the only way you can enjoy this beverage here this is what they call since 1865 a hams oh wow oh, nice oh jesus and let me tell you it might be from 1865 <laughs> pretty good is that one of the cans they drug out of the lake when they're digging oh, for dead oh, oh, that was a lining's can uh fast <laughs> i'll be honest, i've never have... had a hams i've never had a hams before nope not even that in college nope. what nope. the did you never live under had... a rock that was like premium alcohol where you grew up well it's like uh well brandon brandon berg who's on that's his favorite beer he talks about i've never had one before wow well we're gonna have to change that on a future episode you know it's what? It's going to be the the Hams debut. You know what? I wasn't going to have anything because I just had water because I just got done working. I'm going to go grab one really quick. Nice. Yeah. All right. Good. Good Is talk. Hams for all the for all the uh, listeners out there. If you ever spent any time at UW Madison and uh, bought any liquor from McTaggart's Market on Langdon Street, that's uh, where I got pre- uh, the majority of my beer when I was uh, of slightly close to age down there. Um, 
Hams and Schlitz and Blatz were the three that we lived on down there. So it takes Very. me back to it takes me back to my days on Langdon Street. And no, I was not in a fraternity. We were the only people that lived in a regular apartment complex on that street. So and I'm sure your bathroom thanks you for drinking all those high class refreshments. Yeah. That, well, those highly pickled, you know, food food substrates, along with bathroom, some that bathroom saw some things, let me tell you what. I, I tell you what, <laughs> I, I would uh I, I would uh, challenge you to have some hot wings yet tonight <coughs> and about five more of those hams. I did the other day. It was really good. Some B-dubs. Really Danny, what you got? You guys got ready nice for lesson. this? Ready for this? You bet. I only busted out for special occasions. Is it Zima? Is it Zima, Dan? Oh, my God. It is Zima. <laughs> it is Zima. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. That's just clear. Did you just fill it up with water? Dan, did you want to drop some Skittles in there? <laughs> I do, actually. All right, let's <laughs> drop some of them in there. Last time I had one, right after the Packers drafted Jordan Love. I was depressed. I would have been, so, drinking. Yeah, I so been drinking that, too. So I know what your reaction was when they drafted Jordan Love. So you're comparing the start of this segment yep. to how you felt. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're That's not pretty wrong. high praise for you us. Are not it made Good it to into see you, too, Dick. <laughs> that would be Richard Casper to you. <laughs> I figured I had to one up the ham somehow with a little Zima. So, yeah, boy, if that's one upping, Pinky's up, Dan. Pinky's up. You know, it takes a brave man now. Mm -hmm. I, I do have to say, this is being recorded. Yep. So, eh, mm -hmm. more power to you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, on that note, uh, with the uh, let's since we were talking Jordan Love, the future of the Green Bay Packers, um, let's talk allegedly. A little, allegedly, <laughs> let's uh, let's talk a little free agency because while we're recording this on a Thursday, free agency starts on Wednesday, so less than it's a week magic. Ago. It's magic. Uh, no uh, franchise tag for for uh, Aaron Jones yet there's some talk that they're still working on a deal which I guess isn't a big surprise because they were talking about it allegedly during the James White season <laughs> love the close-up of your forehead when you do that too that's yeah wow your head looks huge um but um, every dude's got one <laughs> so there's there's the talk about <laughs> Talk about uh, Jones in a long-term contract. Z Smith, Zadarius Smith coming out and maybe putting the ball in the court of the Packers by doing a little social media campaign saying he wants to be a Packer for life. Maybe he's stepping up and saying, hey, I'll help out the team, but also I want to stick around for a little bit more. So, I mean, you got that out there. For a couple things. Uh, first things first, though, let's start with Aaron Jones. Were you surprised they didn't tag him? And where's your confidence level that they are going to keep him Third part, though, if it's all things equal, money-wise, would you rather have the Packers keep Aaron Jones or Preston Smith? We'll start with uh, start with Poliak first. What was number one? Uh, was... <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm not surprised. From what I read, it sounded like that was kind you of the... Read? You read? <laughs> no. Yeah, from what I read about it. Okay. I just, I'm surprised you read. Yeah, Put words together in a sentence on occasion. <laughs> uh, I would choose option B, Dan. Yeah. 
from what I read, uh, <laughs> sounded like is that kind of a respect move by the Packers? They didn't want to put the tag on him because they know what he's worth, and if he's worth that, he can go get it. Then more power to him. And it's they didn't really want to stick him with the tag. You know, isn't that kind of almost uh, a, a show of respect by the Packers? Secondly, um, what is my confidence level? Uh, there's a lot of money out there. We don't have a lot of it. So my confidence is pretty, pretty low uh, getting them back. And uh, all things being equal money-wise, uh, definitely take Aaron Jones over Preston Smith. D, you want to go next? Sure. Yeah, um, like like Poliak said, I think it's a lot of respect on the Packers side um, because there. I've also like Poliak read a little bit that said if they franchise tag him, he could possibly you know sit out or you know, hold out, do all that stuff to make it make it painful on him. And I would like to see him work something long term. I mean, you know that this was an anomaly year, the salary cap dropping. Usually, it grows by 10, 10 million every year, and we you know you drop what fifteen million this year. If they try and work something out long term, um, that would be great. Confidence level, it's less than JJ Watt coming here, to be honest with you, because he's gonna he's gonna get some money somewhere. I know running backs aren't known for getting huge contracts, but I mean he's he he's proved himself and more power to him for the more money he can get. We'd love to see him as a Packer. That being said, Preston Smith or Aaron Jones, uh, did Preston Smith play last year? I mean, it was pretty pretty transparent for him out there. So yeah, Aaron Jones all the way. Dauber. So I don't know where they'd come up with the money to sign either. Yeah. I mean, you, you can't keep pressing at the amount he's at with where the Packers are salary wise. Plus we you have probably... the emergence of Rashawn Gary as well. Right. Yeah. So you've got Rashawn Gary and you've got AJ Dillon that you're putting a lot of you know, hope into you could have franchised them and possibly traded them, leveraged some picks. We ended up getting what three picks, you know, as compensation coming up. But uh, yeah, I I don't know. I just don't see how you could have you could have signed him going into this. It just it doesn't make sense. Although I, I tell you what, if you look at the salary situation for everybody, it's going to be you know, Poliak. I'm going to steal your your uh, tweet from this weekend. I mean, it's going to be an absolute. It's going to be like a sunny day and how you end up slaughtering bush lights, right? It, it, the NFL right now for players, you're going to see just a tremendous amount of people cut. So there, there's be, no money out there for anybody right now. It's going to be glorious. There's going to be heartbreak for everybody. Right. <laughs> let down after let down of free agents, not selected by your team. I'm going to play devil's advocate in this whole thing. So um Looking at the salary cap, they're able to carry over just a couple million, few million, whatever it is. So they're at like a 186. I think it's just under 4 million. So they're about a little between 5 and 6 million over the cap right now, which, I mean, if you extend Zadarius Smith, Smith, which we'll talk about here in a second, and if you extend Devontae Adams, you should be under the cap easily after that, which compared to other teams, especially contending teams, I would, I would say Green Bay's not in bad shape compared to like teams like the saints and all these other ones that are like cutting everybody at, at this point. Um, the other part, you know, you brought up Preston Smith and where was he, how much do you put that on him or was it Mike Patton and how he was using uh, Preston Smith at the beginning of the season? And then the other part with that too, just to play devil's advocate, what, 
you know, I looked at Tampa Bay and how did they beat Green Bay? How did they beat a lot of teams? What was one thing? It was, it was a pass rush, right? It was a consistent pass rush and getting after the quarterback. You've got Rashawn Gary. You've got Zadarius Smith. I get that. But after that, what do you got? You know, where, where's that depth after that? And I, 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 credit to him, he's never missed a game, but I feel like Zadarius Smith is like, hurt three or four times a game you know he's lay, laying on the field and, and holding an ankle or something a knee and he's limping off and credit to him he's running back on the field two days later two out plays later but it's like every time he gets banged up for for something so i guess for for me you know when i look just to play devil's advocate i look at what what's more important for this team right now for this packers team is it is it pass rushers is it is it defense or is it uh a running back paying a running back which you know history shows sometimes it works out more times it doesn't when it comes to a running back and paying him that's just me being devil's advocate though what if you what if you can't afford either right well it all starts it all starts with like you're alluding to it all starts with some of these guys having to restructure a little bit you want to win a ring you're going to have to make some certain concessions and you know if you want those you want those players you know, some of these guys are going to have to, unfortunately for their checkbook, they're going to have to restructure. They're going to have to do that so that we can mm-hmm. afford to sign some of these. And, I, and to answer that question, Dan, I think uh, you hit it when we, when Tampa Bay, we need a rangy linebacker like uh, Devontae David. And yeah. who's the other uh, white? Is it white? white. Yeah, white. Those guys were freaking incredible. We need a rangy mm-hmm. dude like that. I think the yeah, challenge, I mean, even with restructuring, is next year it, it already looks like it's a shit show, though. Yeah. You know? So you've got so much cap committed next year. Even if you restructure, you're either extending guys much longer than you'd like to to minimize the impact next year, you know? or next year is going to be gut-wrenching when they have to start cutting everybody. Is it, worth, is it worth it if you win a Super Bowl, though? Would you take a shitty two, three years? Win another one? Yeah. Have, to break break the trend of heartbreak? Yeah. I can finally yeah, put my ball gig back in the bin. <laughs> no, and I think what's For, lost in it is that Lindsley's gone. I mean, that's pretty much what it comes down to. So there's, a, there's a huge gap. Because Bakhtiari is probably not going to be ready to what midseason next year. Yeah. So now our offensive line is down. Um, I'm not a huge guy. I love Aaron Jones. I do. I'm just not a huge proponent of giving running backs a huge second contract because it never they never make it. I mean, one of the best running backs to ever play the game is AP, and that cat. You know, Minnesota signed him that huge contract, and like two years later, I was like, yeah, well, see you later. So Todd Gurley, hell, I mean. Yeah, you know, you know, there's examples all over. It's just, yeah, I, I think Matt Lafleur. I don't know if you guys saw Peter King's Monday morning football morning in America column or his uh, podcast where he talked to Lafleur. I think Lafleur kind of summed it up, at least in my opinion, how fans view Aaron Jones. He pretty much said one day, yeah, I want him franchise tagged. I want him long term deal. Next day, it's like, well, you know, how how much money is it worth it? I, I feel like that's the perfect answer when it comes to Aaron Jones is because is it worth it the money is it not worth it the money I feel like if it was a normal cap year Aaron Jones would already have a contract with Green Bay that's what I feel like if this was a normal he would already be under contract at this point 
It's the Drew Rosenhaus effect. And I mean, you can't fault him. He, he yeah. wants to make money. If Rosenhaus is going to go out and get him the contract, then by all means, go get after it. I mean, like we've said before in these podcasts, who the hell wouldn't take the most money? Yeah. You know, if somebody comes up and offers us just a shitload of money, well, of course we're going to take it. We're not yeah. dumb. We want to set our families up. We want, to, we want to be set. So I can't fault him. I just, you know, if it would be one of those where you franchise tag him this year, you make just one final push with everybody, with Jones, with, you know, Rogers, everybody that's out there. And if you don't do it, you don't do it. But at least you gave it an effort. And this year it just sort of seemed like, well, we've already banked on AJ Dillon. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if somebody offered me five bucks to do a different podcast, I'd leave you guys in a heartbeat. You know, it's five bucks more than I'm Because you're a dickhead, man. Yeah. All that too. <laughs> you know, I know I've got a I've got a couple of pins I could give you. It's not five dollars. Maybe have some other some other knickknacks. I'll give you one of these whole jumbo dills. <laughs> I want the raccoon. Oh, oh speaking of which, speaking of which, drive the hard bar. Continue, continue talking. What's the next uh, topic? Uh, I guess, I mean, we kind of, I don't know how much you want to get into the Z Smith thing with, with him tweeting that out, Zadarius Smith. I mean, you know, I he, I think he's a, a easy guy to go out there and accept. If there was anybody that I would want to extend or restructure to extend, I, I'd pick Zadarius Smith in a heartbeat over Preston Smith. I mean, I don't yeah. think there's any question about it. I mean, I, I'd pick Z Smith <laughs> over over a lot of these other guys that are being talked about being restructuring in that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, next besides Devontae Adams, he's yeah. he's probably the next one. Yep. So nice brewer hat there. Uh, do we have a name for Trash Panda? Uh, GD is what I call him. Gold or garbage digger. Garbage digger. GD. Well, look at this helmet. It's like one of those ice cream helmets. Fits on one little, Fits on his little head just just perfect. He looks like a Milwaukee John Olerud. <laughs> 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 good one matt good one <laughs> the uh george c the george scott of uh the brewer brewer <laughs> fandom he, who also wore a helmet yeah. look at you all right i think helmets need to come back on the field of play i well, think wearing wearing your cap underneath the helmet when you're batting needs to come back oh boy i don't know about that <clears throat> Especially if like the bill of your caps like really bent and looks yes. Rough. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Hey, back in the day in high school, you had to wear your hat underneath because the fucking helmets were so big. Yeah. <laughs> you had three helmets to choose from. Yep. Exactly. Uh, what else uh, did? Okay, so let's move on. Pitter patter. Already running out of time, but we got a ten minute warning. Oh shit. Okay. Um, you guys want to do your the language female is one? offensive? Oh, I'm sure it is. Uh, do you want to do the the female one? Yeah, yes. yeah about, okay. absolutely. Who 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 had this? Was this Polak? Was this your idea? Yeah. Well, you introduce it. So I see that uh, this couple days ago or whatever it was International Women's Day. Yeah, it'd be eleven days ago. It was eleven days ago? I thought it was International Women's Month. Oh well, whatever. Whatever the case may be, there's uh, been recent attention brought to the uh, female athletes or not female athletes, females around the world. It's International Women's Day, was. And we were talking about uh, our 
possibly talking about our favorite athletes of all time. And I thought, well, this would be a good time to introduce uh, some lady athletes since uh, it's International Women's Day. So I'll, uh, I'll open it up. Who you got? I'll Go take ahead, this me. one. I would, uh, first and foremost, just because she's a complete badass from the top to bottom, I'd say Serena Williams. Yep, yep. I mean, she's she's gone out and been doing it for so long that you forget that, you know, now she's she's getting into the twilight of her career, still competing at a top level, but now getting beat more regularly. And, uh, I mean, what a run, because before her, it was Venus. And yeah. Venus always used to beat Serena. And then all of a sudden, it turned into Serena's show. And I tell you what, that lady... Valerie kicks some major ass for many, many years. So I, if there was one professional female athlete that I would be able to, like I would, you know, would like to watch before she retires, it, it would be Serena. Who would win in a fight, Serena or Ronda Rousey? Oh, boy. <laughs> That'd be a good one. <laughs> I feel like, uh, you know, raw talent-wise, Serena probably has the the athleticism to, to win, mm -hmm. but you got to know something about something. And I, you know, Rhonda's got, she's got some moves. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Did we, are we doing top three or are we just picking one? You can pick three. You got a couple more to their D or. Well, I guess, uh, you know, um, she wasn't really the greatest athlete, but I liked watching Anna Cornicola play tennis. Um, <laughs> and, then, and then outside of her, I mean, even retiring in her top prime, Maya Moore was pretty damn good, you know, off the yeah. top of my head. And she just you know, played just down the road for me. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah, that, those would be my top three. Uh, I'll go. I'll go. I had Serena on one of mine. Uh, I had Jackie Joyner Cursor. Uh, oh, yeah. that was mine too. Yep. I had her. And then going way back, uh, Babe Didrikson. If you know your history oh. way back in the Explain day. Explain that one to me because I don't know who that is. She was an athlete who excelled in multiple sports. She won gold medals in track and field in the 32 Olympics. And then she trained, uh, then she went into golf and she ended up like winning 10, I think majors in women's golf in the LPGA. So she won gold medals in track and field and then went to golf. I think ESPN or one of the, had her like the second best athlete of all time when they did or sports illustrated, something like that. She was like one of the, but it was like, you know, thirties, 1930s way back in the day. That sort of thing. So, little history lesson right there. Those are my three. Appreciate that. Yeah. Interesting. That's why I come here, Dan. Right? Yeah, exactly. For the now. I was a little surprised by hey, Dauber. I was a little surprised Dauber didn't pick her. I thought, you know, because he's the history buff, I figured he'd throw her name out there. So He might. It's it's his turn now. So, let's see yeah. what he comes up with. So, I'd go, uh, and I'm including some influence for some of the current uh, female athletes, but I'd say Mia Hamm from. U.S. soccer, uh, Jenny Finch from U.S. softball and NCAA softball, and Cheryl Miller, uh, USC absolute stud uh, basketball player, and also known as Reggie's sister. Mm -hmm. But uh, and I think a rumor had it that she could beat Reggie one on one. Mm -hmm. So, so those would be my three. But uh, also, when you said Serena, it's a no brainer. She's hitting cleanup. So if we're building the softball team, she's hitting cleanup. She also, she's also hitting old people. Remember that? She got True. in a car wreck and uh, hit some old people in a car wreck. That's I why she's watched, not in my top three. 
Hey, I we're just, talking about on-field performance here, Johnny. Please, oh, okay. Sorry. Sorry. I just actually just watched Jenny Finch highlights the other day because I saw something. She struck out Albert Pujols at like a, I think a celebrity thing or something. Oh like yeah, not even close. Everybody yeah. mocked him. Yeah, yeah. Threw I, the I, riser. Threw the rise ball at him. Mm-hmm. Just, I think I saw that on Twitter last night or something like. It was just recently too. It popped up there. So, mm-hmm. Poliak, what do you got? Well, one of them was uh, Jackie Joyner Kersey for mm-hmm. uh, her her uh, merits. Good on choice. Uh, second was uh, Flojo, Florence. Mm-hmm. Run like run like lightning. Yeah. Good call. Run like bull. And uh, third, I'm going to take you back to a place called Sesame Street because I just saw this the other day. Not that it triggered uh, this woman, but I was thinking Sesame Street because um, June was watching it the other day. Mary Lou Retton. Oh yeah. Nice. Yep. Olympic of Olympic glory for the United States. I like it. Now, was Flojo the one that wore, like, she had the running tights, but one leg, leg was full and the other leg was cut off? Like, I remember being her being in the Olympics or whatever, that was sort of her her gimmick, but it was, like, one long tight, and then the other one was called cut off. I'm I not know. sure. I I wasn't uh, I wasn't looking at her tights most of the time. On a quick, on a quick uh, Google search here, it looks like she has both legs. I think uh, Sam Decker, if he would have come back for his senior year, was going to pull that yeah. off. He was he was going to go with just one tight. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was her D. Yep, here it is. One tight on one leg, and then the other one just out to to God's ear. Apology accepted. Thank yep. you. We got three more minutes. I wanted to ask this really quick because I think there is a little bit of a difference, and not to single any of them out, but I think. Because they all have, but which one, if you had to pick one, like as in most influential, uh, like, you know, really kind of maybe off the court, off the field, sort of, you know, really influent, influential, like, uh, I can't remember who said Mia Ham, but that was like one of the first ones I remember as a kid growing up was Mia Ham, Rebecca Lobo, you know, uh, you know, the women when WNBA first started, you know, and I... For, for like the men's side for me Cheryl, Cheryl swoops Cheryl swoops thank you uh Lisa Leslie you know those uh Cooper from from Houston and all that so uh who did who would like for me for like if I was saying an athlete for me personally who was the most influential it would have been Tiger because I never would have played golf if it wasn't for Tiger like like Tiger made it cool for for me to go golf you know and start that so who do you who would you put on like that that most influential for female athletes that's, uh, that's a, a good very good question i would say probably billy jean king mm-hmm. oh yep. yeah i mean look look at everything she's done it, she led into I, I can't remember his name but who's the guy that she beat because he said you know the female wasn't bobby favorite. bobby riggs mm-hmm. yes yeah and she led the way for martina and chris everett yep. going forward so that that's that would be mine Yep, that's what I was gonna pick. That's what I was gonna pick. So I think that probably was a sweep across the board, right? Yeah, thumbs up. Cool. I think uh, Billy Dottie. I think Dottie, because Tom Hanks said she was a hell of a ball player. <laughs> if we're gonna yeah. go that route, I gotta go Marla Hooch. We <laughs> <laughs> could swat a ball a country mile. <laughs> Hey, we got one minute left. One minute. You guys want to give a shout out? Uh, Badgers had their pro day. Badgers yes. had their pro day. Mason, Mason Stocky, Menominee boy. 
Mm-hmm. Product of Joe Labuda. Rest in peace, Joe Labuda's career, but thank you. You yeah, think he'll so be in the NFL? It, it's cool to watch, you know, you know, hometown kid do well. I mean, you had Nate Stanley, mm-hmm. you know, a couple of years ago or last year, and then this year with Mason, I think it's going to be pretty cool. Yeah. He did as many bench press reps as the uh, linebackers did. Yeah, he did. That's what I was doing. Ran a 4-8-40. He's a Wisconsin fullback, see, uh, so he's going to get a shot. Yeah. Absolutely. And he's got the wrestling talent that Ingold had. So. Exactly. Yep. All right. Well, I feel like this went Time fast. Time's buying Mason's second. Yeah. Well, it did because we didn't start for like 15 minutes. So. Well, that's true. Well, sorry, Dauber. <laughs> well, he went through two hands. Thank you for listening to the latest episode of the Man Cave Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Now, if you want the music edition, you have to be subscribing on Spotify. If you don't care about the music, well, you can find us on iTunes, Google, Stitcher, even Spotify as well. And don't forget to rate the podcast, too. That way other fans or other listeners can find this podcast. Just make it a good rating. I'm Dan Casper, and that's been another episode of the Man Cave Podcast. Thank you.